The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's the Garcia Diaries. Welcome to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia. You might know me as the Garcia Diaries on Instagram. What's up, guys? I'm your co-host, Anthony Garcia. Every week, we deep dive real life, marriage, parenthood, sex, pop culture, and anything else in between. Let's get started. Welcome back, guys. We have some really exciting news that we are so excited to share with you guys. What is it, babe? Tell them. Damn, that was basic as fuck. But that was such a just like, I love you. (laughs) But our next live show. We have our second live show coming soon, November 6th, Phoenix, Arizona. That's like the most exciting part of it all that we finally get to do a show for all of our local followers and listeners. No, no, this is, yeah, this is for you guys. If you're listening to this episode right now, this live show is for you. Yes. There's going to be people that come because they want to see the Garcia Diaries and they don't listen to this. Sorry, y'all. It ain't for y'all. You can be there, but this is for podcast listeners. We get to have a live show in Arizona in our own backyard. Yes. We don't have to travel across country. Yes. You, I mean, some of you may have to travel. I know people have already told me that they bought tickets and they live in like Kansas or New York. I'm like, we were just in New York, but there's people coming from all over the country, which is so exciting to me. But VIP is unfortunately already sold out, but there's still lots of general admission tickets left. They are $25, you guys. That's such an amazing price. Like, honestly, the value is probably $1,000 right there just to see us live, right? Damn, Don't that's a low-ass number. A 1000 I mean, shit. All right. <laughs> Upsell myself. <laughs> Anyways, the tickets are linked in our show notes. So if you want to buy some tickets to come see us, you can click the link in our show notes or the link in my bio. We are so excited. We already have such an exciting show planned for you guys. Right, but for real, if if you didn't get the opportunity to make it to our first show, we're not just going to sit up there and, and like have a normal podcast. We interact. Yeah. We're going to get you guys involved. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to make it fun. Not if you don't want to. If you want to just sit there and, and watch, that's fine too. But it's so fun and engaging and yeah it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be fun we're gonna hang out we're gonna take shots <laughs> 21 plus so it's it's gonna be fun what do the young kids say it's gonna be a movie i don't like that term phrase it's gonna be a movie like it's gonna be a movie tonight it's getting we're getting lit you ever heard that no all right so you, you live under rocks well i heard when harry style said when they were uh, doing don't worry darling press that he said I like that the movie feels like a movie. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it feels like a movie. He's like, it feels like a go to the theater movie. We'll, like- we'll get to that movie. But <laughs> I mean, first things first, this week is a special week. It is your drum roll. I need a soundboard. It's your birthday. Yes. And when this episode comes out, it'll be my birthday. It's my birthday month right now. 28. We've been so, celebrating every day. So I don't know. I feel kind of cool because this will be the 14th birthday that I will have spent with you. Not necessarily like together, like making macaroni sounds together, but like I've known I you. I don't like that. I like it. I like making macaroni sounds. But 14 birthdays, I've been a part of your life. It's crazy to reflect. I think I was telling you the other night, like I wish I could go back to my first day of high school and and tell myself then like, yo, that girl sitting in front of you with the big boobs and the very, very obnoxious mouth that just won't stop. That's going to be your wife one day. 
you're gonna have five you would have been like fuck that yeah i'd have been like nah i'm good on that <laughs> but so you're gonna be 28 i mean 28 i guess in the grand scheme of things everyone kind of just like goes 21 to 30 like as the big like okay you know what i feel like this is the most exciting birthday i've ever had 28 is such a special number to me I don't even know why. Maybe because Buster Posey was 28. Who's he that? He was my favorite. Who's that guy? Baseball player Retired when I was in high school. No one cares about him. But, <laughs> but and then my baseball, my softball number was 28. Anyways, I'm that's like so far removed for me. But every time I think about the fact that I'm going to be 28, it's like to me, that just feels like such a good number. So on this episode, we're actually going to give Bethany the opportunity to give you 28 life lessons she's learned. I don't even have one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But happy birthday to you. Wow. I feel I feel very privileged to be next to you in this life because you're pretty awesome. You've done a lot of cool shit. But I mean, twenty-eight, if you could go back to eighteen year old self ten years ago, what would you tell yourself? I would say, girl, get over yourself. Weed is not a drug. Just do it and you'll be so much happier so much sooner. Stop being so judgmental. (laughs) Wow, ten years. Weed is the biggest thing she's accomplished. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to do our annual Disneyland trip. We go every year for my birthday. Every Actually, year. last year was the first year we went for my birthday, but now I've just decided we're going every year for my birthday. It's a new tradition going forward. We're going to go to California. I got Bethany rented this big-ass Sprinter van that I get to drive to California. It's a six-hour drive. I was literally so embarrassed when we went to pick it up because we everyone said to use Turo. It's like T-U-R-O. It's a... It's like Airbnb for cars. Correct. And so I was like, oh, that's, it's awesome. It it was way less than renting a car through like budget, plus way more convenient because budget sucks. Well, every rental car place sucks, especially here. Like for most of the rental car places, you have to go to the airport and it's so confusing and annoying. Anyways, so, well, Anthony's shaking his head. Uh, that's, I mean, they, that's what I've done multiple times just because they have the most available, I feel like. All right. So backstory to that is we've rented cars that we thought you had to rent from an airport. We didn't know that there were actual like rental spots. Yes, I did. But they didn't have. Yes, I did. But they didn't have what we needed. No. We needed a minivan that no, time no, and no, they no, didn't no, have no, one no, no. in stock. Baby, baby. We needed a credit Don't card. Baby me. We needed a credit card and we only had our debit cards. That's that's that was the airport issue yes no you don't know what you're talking about also i handled all this stuff you don't even know you just heard from me i heard it all get your story straight i i got it from the source which is my life came and let us and use her credit card so we can get that That was years ago thank you very much anyways that was actually one year ago (laughs) exactly probably to the day wait where were we going to california we rented a car to go to i don't know why anthony won't let us drive our own cars there because why would I put that wear and tear on my car? But the reason we got a Sprinter van is because we have extra people going with us. And so we needed more seats. There's what minivan has eight seats. We have an extra grandma. Yeah. And uh, our Felicia's driving her babysitter, own car. But she's okay. But when we go to the Dis- Disneyland parks, she's probably riding with us. She's probably but if, okay. if I was like, Felicia, you don't fit in the car. And you know what she would do? She would drive her car. Anyways, I was so embarrassed pulling up to this place. So I rented this car. It was way cheaper than any rental place. We pull up. We're getting the car. And then <laughs> we see the bumper stickers on the back of the car and the license plate. First of all, the license plate says Fun Bus, but it's spelled B-U-S-S. It's a Blue Lives Matter plate, which is interesting. That says Hot Mess Express in a decal. The other decal says Blessed Mama. 
I've never been so embarrassed to drive a car yeah, with these decals. <laughs> Fun bus m- might be the worst of all. <laughs> I in the rear view or what's the mirror called? Is it a rear view mirror? Yeah, it's like you are beautiful and like it says that. Yeah. I didn't even see that. <laughs> well, you- <laughs> that's embarrassing. I just it's very chuggy for sure. Anthony just learned what chuggy means last week. I don't think he fully understands it to this day. I don't get it. But uh, yeah, that's what we're doing for Bethany's birthday, Florida. It was we, fine. It was fine. What's actually funny is when we landed in Miami is when Bethany got word that the trip had been canceled. Whoever, whenever it was, they arrived to the resort. Yeah, and it was trash. It was fucked up. So kudos to us for game planning. And yeah, or else we would have arrived there and literally not known where to go or what to do. We would have been stuck in Miami. And unfortunately, uh, another hurricane was on its way. Yeah, not even. Okay, so that was Hurricane Fiona. And then we get there and it's like, Hurricane Fiona is not going to hit Florida. Yay. And then literally two days after we get there, it's like, oh, but Hurricane Ian's going to get you. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? So we luckily left the day before it hit. So as an Arizonan, I've always heard the term hurricane season hurricane season i've always been like that's weird like does what, what i don't understand why i believe it hurricane season doesn't didn't make sense to you but we have monsoon season every single year and that makes sense to you because i don't remember every year there being hurricanes on the news in florida is what i mean by that and which there hasn't been a hurricane there in a few years yeah but there's still hurricanes that happen every single year yes but I thought people were just being dramatic or I, I don't know what I thought. I just, it doesn't so make sense. So you think all the victims of Hurricane Katrina were being dramatic? And absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm just saying, I didn't know like, all right, don't go during this time frame of the year because the possibility of hurricanes are higher. I didn't. Someone I was so rude on DMs. They were like, you should have researched Florida before going. I would have never done like done my due diligence. When I was, that. yeah. When I was That's like, oh I my mean. God, there's another hurricane coming. They were like, you should have known that. And I was like, Oh, okay. But the fact that we Thanks like for that diverted insightful. because of a hurricane and then another hurricane came. I am a believer. I'm a believer. Now, Anthony is now a believer in hurricane season, you guys. Florida. I fuck with Florida. I like Florida. I don't like the hurricanes in the hurricane season, but I want to go back to Florida. And I don't spend like the like- hurricanes. I don't like the humidity. I don't like the crocodiles or alligators or whatever they're called. I don't like most of it, but I will say. They have legit the best beaches, like the prettiest beaches. Cal- compared to, I was have born you been and to raised Florida Beach. Yes, when when we went in March, baby, to Fort Lauderdale. You, d- <laughs> Beth, I went to the beach. And you were asleep in the hotel. No, I was up in the hotel room with the beach okay, view, taking right. videos of you. First of all, second of all, you know what, you guys, let's just break this down for real. I fucking hate the beach. I hate the ocean. The ocean's scary as hell. I'm pretty sure I've said this before on the podcast. Scuba diving? No. Snorkeling? No. Being on a boat? No. Fun. I hate the ocean. I love it in pictures. I love like taking pictures of myself with the ocean in the background. That's a vibe. I like looking at it from afar, like the top of a cruise ship. Great. Ocean view hotel room. Fantastic. I hate sand. I hate it. The thought of it, the look of it, everything. I hate it. So when I say that they have the best beaches, I mean my eyeballs appreciate them the most. I was born and raised in California. Ugliest, nastiest, coldest beaches ever, especially compared to some of the beautiful places we've been like Hawaii, Florida, 
the Bahamas. Like I, I always thought California beaches were so pretty. And then I went to other places and I was like, no, you're trash. So I'm going to agree with you, but I'm going to stop at ever because we haven't been to the whole world and visited beaches in every part of the world. I'm just so. saying California beaches are but trash. I do agree. California beaches are not that great. And freezing. Rocky Point beaches suck. But uh, yeah, back to my Florida. Don't talk about If you have Mexico. a mansion in Florida and next year, not during hurricane season, if you want to let a let your boy come stay, like I want to go to the Everglades. I want to go to some alligator farms. I'm trying to go crawfishing, all that shit. I feel like I could have been crawdad a southern boy. Crawdad fishing or crawfishing? Crawfishing. Like crawfish. You go. That's crawdad. Man, I don't know. I just seen it on TikTok. <laughs> but I'm trying to do all of that. I know why they have those. I'm trying to not do any of that. Fences around the back. It all makes sense to me. And I really fuck with Florida. And I know the food is great. You should move there. I could see you fitting in. I mean, if you want to fund my lifestyle, then pff, adios. Ah. You, you fucked with that sun it was in the shade it was perfect yeah and direct sunlight that was brutal it, yes yes it was brutal but i like i like florida i want to go back i want to adventure florida is that the word no. we're not the most articulate but you know what ellis deserves to live in a place with humidity because her curls never thrive more like she has the best hair in hawaii and florida oh yeah that shit was just Twisted bouncy. Up and bouncy. <laughs> so cute. But I will say this. I think I'd rather live in Florida than Hawaii. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or even you? Yes. I'm if I had to choose between the two, well, I'm not going to contribute to taking over oh my the lands God. of Hawaii, That's first of all. What, I didn't even mean that. And like, <laughs> There's first always that all, person that has to go down that road. I'm just saying. And second of all, it's so expensive. Florida's I, cheaper than Arizona. I'm simply saying. Yes, the beaches in Hawaii, the water may be nice, but knowing me, I've, I'm going to eventually get sick of the ocean, right? In Florida, I can go to the swamps. I can go wherever, and there's still, to do, still more to do. We're never leaving Arizona, ever. I, didn't, I said two weeks to two months. To two months. But yeah, this trip was great. Florida, I fuck with you. We escaped Ian. Prayers and thoughts are with everyone that was affected by the hurricane. That shit's crazy. Like... I'm gonna be honest. You know, you see things on the news. You, you, you. Hurricane Katrina. You feel bad, but I've never really like paid attention to an active natural disaster going on because we don't get those in Arizona. So I'm like, oh man, that sucks. But like, I was I had just been there the day before. Like, people that lived within ten minutes from where we were were posting, oh man, we're out of power. We don't have this. I'm just like, yo, this shit is crazy and very intense. So. Hopefully everyone made it out of there all right with minimal damage, but I will be back, Florida. Let's take a quick break to talk about Chime, which is one of today's sponsors. Anthony, why don't you tell the story of how we used to live paycheck to paycheck and how hard that was to wait for our direct deposit to hit every month? Every week. It was like Christmas every Friday because then I could live life again and I could eat <laughs> foods and I could buy diapers list goes on we could pay rent yeah and the list goes on money can't buy happiness but not worrying about your money comes close i would say that's happiness to me 
That's where Chime can help you smile more. They were just named the number one most loved banking app with payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to $200. They offer financial peace of mind in your wallet. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. Can you imagine what we would have done with our paycheck two days early back then? Like That would have been life-changing for us when we were waiting for that money. Honestly, the two days before the paycheck hit were the hardest because that's when we had the least (laughs) amount of money. We were scrounging. We were trying to figure out how we were going to make it. Absolutely scrounging. Yep. You can see for yourself why Chime is so loved at Chime.com slash Garcia. That's Chime.com slash Garcia. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depend on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com slash spot me. Chime was the 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the US according to Aptopia. Let's jump back into the convo. Hello, everyone. I'm Rod, the internet's coworker, and I'm very excited for you to listen to my podcast, Millennial Made. Listen to me and my guests on your commute to work before you have to interact with your 23-year-old coworker or 16-year-old nephew as I translate the millennial experience, discuss internet culture, recap current events, and throw us back to our MySpace era with some nostalgia. Catch me right here on Dear Media or also on YouTube to watch as well. So... This past weekend, because I feel like I deserve as a person to be celebrated every single day of October. It's my birthday month. And you know what? Nothing makes me more mad when someone calls October their birthday month. Like, no, it's my birthday month. I've claimed it the day I was born. But anyways, October 1st was the first day of celebrations. And we rented out a theater to watch Don't Worry Darling, that new Harry Styles, Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde movie. The number one reason I wanted to see this movie, because I never would have probably even been interested in seeing it, was because of all the drama surrounding it with Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh and Chris Pine and Harry Styles spitting on him and all this crazy shit. I'm not going to even recap the drama for you guys, because if you don't know about it, (coughs) Anthony, you literally live under a rock and you're not on my FYP on TikTok, that's for sure. But you can Google it. There's probably thousands of articles about all of it. Anyways, we rented out the right, theater. Pause. Okay, for the people that don't know what the fuck Bethany just said, <laughs> there was some white people. They were at some sort of premiere show. I don't know. The Venice what it was. Film Festival. Venice Film Festival. Apparently, these two guys filmed a movie together. Well, they did. They did. But they filmed a movie together. They were sitting by each other. From the video, one of them sitting down, and it looks like he spits on the other guy. And and this isn't even the drama though. This is just an, that that was just an icing on the top okay, of a of a cake I'm of drama. I'm just giving you guys the cherry. It looked like bros spit on the other. The dude. drama has to do with Shia LaBeouf. See, it has to do with all kinds of people. What, see, that's too much. But bros supposedly spit on the other guy and they denied it. But I saw the video with my own eyes. It looked like something flew out of okay the direction also, towards the other person. We showed that video to the kids with no context whatsoever. I was just like, watch this video. And Brogan goes, why did he spit on him? So it was not just us wanting drama and thinking that he spit. Like it literally looks like it. So all that to say someone like myself who doesn't give a shit about the people in this movie, what they do in their life, what kind of music they make. I don't give a fuck. They're not for me. It popped up on my social media, which got me 
a, a little bit interested in what the was spit, going on. The, spit, the spitting okay. thing, right? Spitgate. And now the movie's out. And so that's what Bethany wanted yeah. to see for her birthday. So, and then my friend Kendall is literally obsessed with Harry Styles. So I was like, you have to come to the movie. We got to watch this. I invited some of my friends. I invited some family members and we rented out this theater, which by the way, like it sounds like some extravagant thing, but guys, it's like 200 bucks and you get 20 tickets. So it's literally $10 a person and you get the entire theater to yourself. So you don't have to worry about people talking during the movie. I talked during the whole movie though. You don't have to worry about people like having sex in the corner. That happened to me on Christmas day last year when I was trying to, no Thanksgiving. I was trying to watch house of Gucci at the theater with your sisters. And literally someone was dry humping next to me and talking the whole movie. Sounds like a fun time to me. No, it was annoying as hell. All right. But anyways, so to start this off, To start this off. Talk about the previews. No, 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 no. Prior to the preview. So, you know, me being the very great supportive husband that I am, I'm like, you know what, babe? I understand it's your birthday. I'll, I will be there. I don't know shit about this movie. Do you have to know about a movie before going to a movie? I mean, I have to at least have seen the preview and been like, oh, I want to watch that. Because there's movies I, I've seen the preview and I've been like, yeah, that's not for me. This movie, I haven't seen shit except for somebody spitting on somebody else. That is it. <laughs> that wasn't even part of the movie. So for me, I was like, babe, I will be there. But can I please take a gummy before? <laughs> like, listen, your friends will be there. They can entertain you. You guys can talk about all this bullshit. Just at least let me have a good time, too. So I took a gummy before. You and took a gummy I before. I was peer pressured by no, Anthony. Shut, no fucking way. <laughs> I had a dinner the other night with my my birthday dinner with my friends. And I was like, I dare you to dare me to take a shot. That's, that's me. So, yeah, I took a gummy before, too. And Anyways. I, ju- I just want to say, I don't know if the movie was good, but the movie was good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give spoilers. It was. We're not, we won't give spoilers. It was very fast. No, no, no. But yeah, listen. This is what happened. We went into the movie. We knew it was like, we knew kind of what it was about. It look, It's like this dystopian, like in taking place in the 50s or 60s, like Palm Springs vibes. I didn't know that. I thought it was like a romantic movie. Okay. It's called Don't Worry, Darling. I thought it was a romance movie. So then the previews start and one after another, every single preview is like a horror movie. And no, I'm thriller, closing. Thriller is a better word. No, use. aunt. Some of these movies were like, demon. And like the shriek and the ah and like to where I'm literally covering my eyes like terrified. And I look at Kendall and Nadej, my friends, and I'm like, is this a horror movie? Like, because it's only when you're going to a scary movie when you're seeing like back to back to back previews be thriller, horror, terrifying shit. So then I got, we started getting scared and we're like, oh my God, if this is a horror movie, like, I don't know if I can do this. The movie starts, I wouldn't say horror, but definitely thriller on the side of horror. It was so scary. The worst movie to ever take an edible before. I don't know. In, my, in my case, babe, I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of that movie and I literally had to take you with me because I was so scared. And I was in that stall tripping. I was like, someone's we going to come in, in here. We were in the stall together. You're such a liar. You were not in the stall. <laughs> I was in that stall like someone's going to kill me in here right now. I was so scared and it, the most insane twist ending ever for a movie. Yeah, I, I was in there like there was a lot going on. I was I'm pretty sure every single person. Yeah, we were all like, what? Like when the twist ending happened, like, oh, it, my it God. It was chippy. I don't like I said, I don't know if the movie was even good, but the way it ended, they need to make a part two or else I will never play watermelon sugar again. <laughs> Ted. 
<laughs> it was good. I, I highly recommend seeing it. I have had nightmares every night since. <laughs> I kind of want to see it again so I can like actually watch it and not be like scared, but I probably would be. So I'm probably not going to. But yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, it was a, uh, you know, high Anthony would say it's a good I'm movie. so glad I saw it. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but it was, you worth, say that? it was worth spending the time with you. No, I I'm glad I saw it because I would have no, never I'm known. For me, I don't know. Yeah. That shit was, cr- it was, it was definitely a movie like I've never seen before. And you know, I do not fuck with horror, like thriller, any movie like that. Like I cannot handle it. But if, if, if fella, if you're listening to this, like, let me know, like. Is that the move? And you watched the movie, or was that like was he out of pocket for that? Let's just say for that. what for what he did for in the every, movie? Oh, for like the whole plot of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the most surprised villain of the movie too. Let's just say sometimes I get as hungry as Harry too, but it's not Ew, that easy. What that was, dude. The sex scenes in that movie were like like I love a a well timed and a well placed sex scene is everything to me. After the third one in a row, I was like, oh my God, like, can we move on? I was, I don't know if I was jealous or if I was like, I don't know what it was, but I was over the sex scenes, like, immediately. Anyways. But it wasn't even sex scene. It was like, damn, this, like, bro is hungry. Yeah, like, he, all he did was eat pussy like, the entire movie. I'm like, bro, I like a good eating too, but shit. You don't have locked jaw, nothing. You're just, all right. For like, and now my on not, And now the pot roast is on the floor. Like, what are you going <laughs> to eat now? But... Yeah, I, I feel like everyone has to watch the movie. I recommend an edible beforehand. It just kind of, like there were moments when I, I literally thought Harry Styles was talking to me and I was <laughs> responding and people were like, shh. And I'm like, oh, fuck, am I being that loud? But yeah, it was cool. Also, wasn't Kendall talking the entire movie? Yeah, she's loud as fuck. I don't ever want to watch the movie with her again. Shout out, Kendall. Nah, shout out you. No. Don't ever invite her to a movie I with us again. I loved it. I loved being able to talk through a movie because I like, you know how, babe, I think you're so triggered by it because that's exactly me. The entire no, time we watched she was loud shows. as fuck. <laughs> I could hear her. She was like five seats away from me. <laughs> she was three seats away okay, from me. Okay, but, but that still, shit was loud. Yeah, I'm like, you know, the entire time I watch shows and movies, like I'm literally talking to you the whole time because I'm like processing what's going on. You whisper it. <laughs> And you say quietly, well, she the, was yelling. The movie theater is so loud that you need to like rise above their sound so that people can hear you. I appreciated it. Don't ever invite <laughs> me to a movie where she's going to be there because I will not be showing oh, you up. You better apologize to her right now. I'm not apologizing. She was loud as fuck. <laughs> okay. Moving on from Don't Worry, Darling. We love you, Kendall. I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a while. I've been really scared to talk about it. and it's just okay so this is going to be the next 10 minutes of this podcast we're going to be very vulnerable so please listen with an open heart especially if you've been following me for a while but i think i'm like really scared of disappointing people and that's why i haven't talked about it at all but number one i want to address some comments i've gotten and then number two i want to be open about something that i'm doing in november so number one i've been receiving a lot of of comments and messages asking how much weight I've lost and if what diet I'm on and what exercises I'm doing to lose weight and what I'm like it's just so much about weight loss and the the number one reason besides disappointing people that I haven't talked about this the number one reason I haven't talked about this is probably because of I don't want to be triggering to someone that's going through 
like an eating disorder for me, like hearing people talk about weight loss when I was at the height of my eating disorder or trying to heal from it or just trying to heal my body image. It was so triggering to me and I don't want to be that to another person. So then that's also a trigger warning. If you can't listen to topics about this, then maybe skip forward a little bit, but it's not me eating or it's not my exercise. Like I've been trying to be more active, but in July, I actually started a medication that helps with weight loss prescribed by my doctor. And I've been on that since July and it's been obviously a few months and I'm probably going to do about four more weeks of it before I I get off of it and I have lost 22 pounds. So that's the truth about that. Like I said, it's just like scary to talk about that kind of stuff, especially when I really champion like body neutrality and have talked so much about my body image, but it was something that I really wanted to do for me and my own body image. And I've genuinely never felt more confident than I have in these past few weeks, especially. Anthony can attest to it. My friends, my family members, like everyone has noticed that I've just been in a much different light lately. And I've been more adventurous with, you know, fashion and all these different things that I definitely could have done at my previous weight, but I just have felt so confident. not trying to be like super skinny. I'm in the 160s right now and I'm like, I'm feeling good there. So that's why I'm only going to do it a few more weeks. And yeah, if you have anything to add, that's just the, I just wanted to be honest about all of that and get it off my chest and hopefully have this conversation in a way that doesn't hurt anybody. I don't have anything else to add. I mean, it's a decision that you made on your own for yourself and it's, it's your journey, right? I mean, I'm just here to support you. So, yeah, I mean, as far as like, you know, you deciding to make lifestyle changes and what's, it's been all you. And so the fact that, you know, you are seeing positive results and, you know, from my position, seeing you gain that confidence, confidence and and just kind of blossoming i mean i i get to enjoy the benefits of that so like i said this is i'm just here for support oh i love it and to eat whatever you don't eat anthony oh i thought you were talking about hairstyle i'm talking about like regular food (laughs) jesus christ what the fuck and it's not always about that damn Uh, (laughs) it's not a therapist what what (laughs) way you don't do his accent that's mean okay what do you like about bethany that doesn't include sex like nothing (laughs) and then he sat there in silence for three minutes trying to think about what he likes about me that doesn't have to do with lies but it was something like that but yeah i mean like like i said i'm proud of you and whatever you decide to do i mean i've been here since day one that's it i don't have much so leading into the next thing that i'm going to be open and honest about so this is something that i decided months and months and months ago It's been paid for for months and months and months. And I literally was almost going to be like, you know what? I'm just not going to talk about it on Instagram or the podcast or anything. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure I was always okay with talking about it on the podcast because I feel like it's just different. Instagram, I don't know. Anyways, um, I was thinking the morning of my surgery, just sharing it or maybe even after just waiting to see who noticed. But I did a few consults for a boob job over the summer and I ended up deciding to go with a certain surgeon in Scottsdale and paid for everything and we got our surgery date during the summer 
and the surgery is going to be on November 10th. And this is another thing that's like fully for me. But number one, the number one reason I wanted to get my boobs lifted and redone was because of like insane back pain that I have all the time from how low my boobs hang. And then just besides that, like my nipples literally like as I'm sitting here, I'm showing Anthony, my nipples touch my belly button. And it's been like that for years and years and years. And it's something that I've, I don't even know if self-conscious is the right word because it's not something that like makes me feel less confident, but it's something that makes me uncomfortable. Like I hate that my, I can feel my boobs everywhere on my stomach, my belly button. It's just like very uncomfortable. And so I am getting a boob lift and I'm getting a small implant and yeah, it's another thing (laughs) decided for me. This is like so scary to talk about though, because I know that some people listening right now are probably either judging or are about to send me a message and that's like the scary part of it. Well, you said like you started having consults in the summer. This has been like years. For years, you've complained like my boobs hang so low. I wish I could wear certain articles of clothing yeah like even crop tops i can't even wear because my nipples hang out the bottom and you i mean for at least three years i want to say like it's been something that you've complained about and so for me i've always been like i mean you can do whatever you want if you come out looking like big ands like you may be husbandless but i don't know for me i've always had this thought i think i mentioned it on the the days episode where it's just like i didn't want to travel like, I don't yeah. want to go to Mexico. I don't want to go to the East Coast. Just for me, because I'm like... Or even LA. For, like Even LA. But for me, I've always thought like, okay, if we need to go out, outside of our home state, city even, to, you know, get work done because of a cost or thing, I was like, I just think we shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And so, because I was like, you see all the TikToks and the pictures of people who are having to buy out whole rolls on an airplane just so they can sit comfortably or kneel comfortably however so i was like you know once you can find somewhere that fits your price range 10 minutes from home like go for it and so well it's a little bit further than 10 minutes but 35 like i said the procedure can be done and we can be home yeah because that's the thing i didn't want is i didn't want to have a surgery that literally cuts open your body and then have to stay in a hotel for the next week while we do like the post-op care and then have to fly home like that's or drive six hours and like no, that's insane that's no not shade to anyone who's done that like uh, yeah i just do you. didn't want to do just that for me because i'm like all right i'm the one that's got to be taking Anthony's care like, of just you for me and helping you <laughs> like just for yeah like yeah because you're the one that has to take care of me but yeah. also at the same time this is something that you're deciding to do you breastfed five kids yeah you're still breastfeeding me to this day anthony shut you know what i mean like all right you're done that that you cannot have kids anymore that chapter of our lives is closed. You want to go back to as close as you can for, you know, when you were in high school, like go for it. I mean, the inspo picture that I showed the surgeon was me at 18 years old, like a nude photo that I took. And I was like, I know I can't get that back. Like I know like my whole body frame is different, but I just loved how high and tight those were and small. I like the smaller look. Like, I've had big boobs for so long and I know the pain that it causes, even though the male gaze probably thinks it's like the hottest thing ever. I, I Big boobs can literally be the worst thing ever. So I'm like so over it. But ultimately, these decisions are decisions that you made for yourself. And 
if someone's mad at that, then they that's take it up with God or whatever <laughs> you believe. But you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you're making decisions for yourself, strictly for you, and that's all that matters. Our kids are not not going to eat because you know what I mean. You're deciding to do this. The world keeps turning. We get to live our lives. People are going to continue to live their lives, but you're doing, you're putting yourself first. And that's something that now that you don't have babies yeah. that are needing your breasts for whatever reason, yeah, be for whatever reason to eat, to live, <laughs> you're putting yourself first. And that's it. All I know is they said 10 to 14 days. So on the 15th day, if you're not healed, you're going to have to hire somebody to come help you because I only signed up for 14 days. I'm dead. Well, they said six to eight weeks. To be able to lift stuff like over ten pounds, six weeks or no, four to six weeks. Whatever the doctor said, it was ten to fourteen days. That he I said, would... well, he said a week of me probably like being in bed. But you know what's weird that about that? New. That's rude. I've seen so many women on Instagram get boob jobs, and within like three to four days, they're back up moving around, like seem seemingly back to normal. Besides not being able to lift stuff, but we'll see. And then on the flip side of that, I posted that I was getting veneers and I was told like, there's going to be a few weeks where you're going to have to eat soft soups. foods <laughs> and soups. And so I started looking at the calendar. And I was like, hold on. He's I like, I don't have three weeks in here where I can't eat. No, not, not even that. I was like, okay, the timing would put me right up against the holidays and... From <laughs> for tamale and menudo purposes, my veneers have been pushed back to next year. Sorry, buddy. And to be very vulnerable and honest too regarding the plastic surgery conversation, when I wanted to get this done, we, Anthony and I had many, many conversations too where he was like, I want to support you, but I also don't want you to like turn into this person that I don't know and I don't want you to get this one surgery and then keep wanting more and more and more and more. But the thing that makes me confident that I won't be like that is that I've been wanting this for years and years and years and I'm just now like taking the plunge with it. And like there's nothing else on my body that I want different right now. So I don't know. I'm going to keep it a buck. I still stand by that. Yeah. No, and I, I agree so too. So if something changes, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be here for a while. I don't know about that. He just, he, I think he's threatened four times on this podcast to leave. In, in less than 30 minutes. I never said leave. I just said, I don't you know. You said husbandless earlier. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's. That was one time. <laughs> no. So anyways, the other thing too is like my boobs are covered in stretch marks. My stomach, my thighs, everything's covered in stretch marks. And I actually love my stretch marks. Like I love them so much because it shows everything my body's been through and what amazing rewards I got my five kids from it so as far as that goes like i'm i want to keep every single one of those for life like i love it and yeah those are those are probably the number one thing that made me so self-conscious and made me feel so ugly in my body image for years and years and years so i love that i've kind of healed from that and can appreciate them now okay let's switch gears a little bit before we end this episode and laugh we need some laughs so are you ready to confess your sins let's go Okay, someone said, I love my husband so much, but he gives me the ick way too often. What do you think about that? You think you can love someone and get the ick off so often daily? Wait, is that the end of the confession? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I thought there was more. I think ick is just like that word that you used earlier. 
Chugi. Chugi. I don't really understand it. Like you're you having your dogs out right now, just no sock, just straight in that sandal. That would give some people the ick. Not me. But I mean, okay, if it's that broad and that specific, I guess. I guess you could get the ick from your partner every day. I get the ick like all the time. Like you not flushing the toilet after you pee gives me the ick. Yes, and like you wanting me to hold your nuts earlier because you wanted to show me how sweaty they were after your workout, that gave me the ick. I was not. I, I said, fill my boxers. And then I said, if you well, don't. Where do your nuts live? I said, if you don't fill my boxers, then I'm going to teabag you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I proceeded to teabag you. I got you. the ick. <laughs> so I, I think that is possible. Okay. To get the ick every day. Someone said I cheated on my husband. Wait, I got a question. Do people really use ick like in their everyday vocabulary? Yes. It's like a Gen Z thing for sure. Fucking losers. TikTok, you know? Someone said I cheated on my husband for a couple years and I still think about the guy sometimes. Hubby knows about it and we've been through counseling, but sometimes my mind drifts. Let that bro go, man. (laughs) Let him go. You're just stringing him along for what? Therapy is hard. It's the worst. So the fact that you put that man through. Not only therapy, but cheating on him, and you're still <laughs> thinking about that. Let that, let him go. I'm dead. Someone said, <laughs> I haven't looked at my husband the same since he said he wanted a threesome someday. Yeah. Does, is that something that, like, you kind of talk about in passing? Or is it or a serious just... sit down convo? No, no, I'm saying, like, did the person, did the partner throw shot, like, not shots, but like give subtle hits, like, ooh, I'd love if someone else was here? Or was it just like one day he was like, hey, I want to have a threesome. Hey, I'd love to have a threesome someday. Right. By the way, I'm going to go to work now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. How does that conversation even happen? That's why I feel like you got to kind of like crack also, if you, the door Also, if you open. legitimately sat me down and you were like, hey, just so you know, like someday I want to have a threesome. That's something I want to do. I would probably be, I probably have my feelings hurt a little bit too. But then it's at the same time, don't you want your partner to be honest with you about their sexual desires? So that's like, maybe watch threesome porn and like together and then maybe that will ease yeah, his little, desire. Should have asked that last week. To, to Al. How to uh, initiate a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Someone said, I'm dating my bestie's ex. She has no idea. Oops. Kind of falling for her other ex too. Oof. You're a horrible friend. Damn. Your friend is not Tinder. You're using your friend as Tinder. You're just dating all of her exes, falling in love with them. Like, damn. Now, I'll give you a get out of jail free card. What if the ex was the toxic one? I mean, what if the, the girl, best friend is the toxic then one? Then you have bad taste regardless. That's your best friend. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you don't, you don't look good anyway in this situation. Also, you're not a good friend. You're not a good friend, but I love the honesty. I mean, you're okay, whatever. Move on. <laughs> Next. Someone said, I dropped my baby when we were in the NICU. I fell asleep holding him in the chair. You know what? Those rules always pissed me off so bad. I always wanted to be able to hold my baby. And they said, oh, they need to go in the crib or whatever. Like I wanted to fall asleep in the chair holding my baby because I, I've never dropped one of the kids while in a chair while sleeping ever. I this get, confession now, it shows me why those rules exist. But I get the rule for the chair, but doesn't the hospital bed have those railings you can put up? I'm sure a NICU baby could probably f- fall through the cracks. Okay, next confession. I married the man I cheated on my husband with. Best thing that's ever happened to me. My ex was abusive. Ex and I were together on and off for 15 years, married nine. 
I slept with my now husband for four years on and off, but my ex will never know. Now my husband and I have known each other since we were 12. We used to date. My ex-husband hates my new husband, hated my new husband in high school. Definitely getting small town vibes. Yeah. I'm all for this. Like, I'm happy for you. Sounds like you came out on top. The four years, though, that's kind of... One thing about Anthony is he believes in cheating. Because every time we have a cheating confession, you're like, yeah, like, kind of makes sense. Bro, the ex was abusive. The ex was a piece of shit. So she came out on top in this yes, scenario. Yes, 1,000%. I'm just noting that anytime there's a cheating one, you're like, yeah. Like, Did you not? I said the only thing that I questioned here was the four years of you sleeping with your now husband. Yeah. If Maybe you're going to go a sleep sweet with, escape. If you, Bethany, are going to go sleep with somebody, let's be broken up. Yeah. So that way. But I get like being in an abusive situation, sometimes it's really hard to leave, you know? Okay, two years. <laughs> a year. Four years, that's a long time to be sleeping with two men. I know, men. Bronx is four. That's like Bronx's whole life. Yeah. And I feel like she's been here forever. Okay, someone said, this is really embarrassing, but I had a shit so bad and someone was in my bathroom, so I pooped in my cat's litter box. Genius. I would totally do that. I'm not above it. I'm not above it. I mean, I would, if I could, I just, I just know I wouldn't be able to. We have three bathrooms, though. I could poop anywhere. I could poop on this chair right now. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Anthony has to feel safe in order to poop. I mean, worst, what happened to you as a child that you don't feel safe? Worst case scenario, I got to stop at QT. And that's a worst case. But QTs are very, very clean out here. Okay, last one. Someone said, I'm a teacher and my man and I role play almost every day that I'm his teacher. Also, at recess, the other teachers and I only talk about our sex lives and our fantasies. Damn. What if a kindergartner overhears you or worse, a fifth grader? Like, I'm just, I love it though. But now I'm just picturing all my kids, teachers at school talking about threesomes and blowjobs and Harry Styles eating punani. And I don't love it. (laughs) I don't want my kids to hear about that stuff at recess. (laughs) I'm around our kids' teachers quite often and I can't picture it. Will not be engaging in any conversations like that with our kids' teachers. I also think when you have a teacher, it's best to not picture them having sex or even to picture them as human beings (laughs) like for me when I was in school like my teachers were teachers and that's it they didn't they didn't they didn't have houses they didn't go home they stayed there and to me in my fantasy like that that is how I could even imagine I don't know I don't know how to even explain it but like now obviously I get that teachers are human beings and have lives and should go home and should have kids and husbands and wives and whatever. <laughs> but as a child, no. Like you're my teacher. So here is the most confusing thing for me. I'm gonna go on a tangent here. This is gonna involve religion, teachers, everything. I was in sixth grade. At a teacher. She would wear skirts. White skirts, lacy skirts. You've one thousand percent done this rant before. Very light colored skirts. No, either there's like two parts of this, but she would wear dark color thongs, g strings. We could clearly see it, right? So sixth grade me, boing. So Gross. I was battling that, but then at the same time, you know, the Bible says like lust is a sin and all this stuff, but we're made in God's image. So it's very confusing because I'm like, God, I'm not trying to get a boner right now. But when I look at my teacher and I see the silhouette, I get a boner. So, you know, I'd be like, am I going to hell? Or, you know, since I'm made in God's image, is this a pass? And Do you think God 
would get a boner if you saw that teacher? I think God would. Interesting. I do think God would. Yeah. <laughs> Not the whisper. God would. Is that the end of your rant? That is the end of the rant. <laughs> well, that was, I don't know if I could have lived another day without that, knowing that information. It's very confusing. Yeah, sounds like it. Well, anyways, you guys, everyone better come to our live show. We're going to have so much fun. Thank you for listening. As always, you can get tickets in the show notes of this episode or in the link in my bio on Instagram. We will see you next week. Peace. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can catch a new episode of the Garcia Diaries unfiltered every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss any of the action and don't forget to leave a rating and review. You can follow us on social at the Garcia Diaries at Sir Garcia Diaries and our podcast page at the Garcia Diaries pod. Talk to you next week. Peace. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.